More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Good morning, good morning. Thanks for joining us. If you're just tuning in, thank you for joining Truth Be Told with DT and Telly live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. As we all know, August is Black Business Month, and we are pleased to be joined in studio by Rick Banks, who is the co-founder of MKE Black Good morning, Rick. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. I'm willing, sir. Good, man. Good. Are you used to getting up this early? And no, and, no, no. 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 <laughs> I'm getting used to it, though. Like you know. <laughs> and I did warn Rick before he started. As soon as he sat down, there's this huge fly I've been swatting at all doggone morning. Man, it's driving me crazy. So I'm gonna try to keep my composure. Me too. Because <laughs> after all, it's only a fly. If we have to, right. We'll, I'll, I'll vote if I got to. <laughs> well, Rick, thanks for joining us. Once again, Rick Banks is uh, the co-founder of MKE Black. Tell us, Rick, what is MKE Black? Yeah, so MKE Black is a nonprofit based in Milwaukee that was created in 2019 uh, to celebrate, promote, and advance black-owned businesses and black culture here in the city of Milwaukee. Um, so we do that through a variety of means. Uh, we have a variety of different events that we host, things from uh, marketplaces to entrepreneurship classes and things that help business owners grow and develop. Um, we connect folks to resources that people reach out to us and want to connect with local black owned businesses. We help make those connections. Um, and then we do a lot on our social media just to promote positive things that are happening in the community. Uh, and then we have our database, which has over currently over 850 local businesses, um, all black owned businesses here in the Milwaukee area. And so we maintain all of that and just do what we can to, you know, promote black folks in Milwaukee. Yeah, it sounds like you are the connector and making sure that black people know about these black owned businesses. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what made you get involved with this? So myself, um, I studied political science and economics when I was in college um, at the University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. So right down the street. And so I was always planning on bringing it back to the, to the community and trying to figure out how to do that. Um, and so it was just a matter of following the money, right? Where's the money going? Where's it not going? If we want to have successful black owned businesses, we need to know where they are. And at the time, I wanted to know where they were, and I couldn't figure it out. So I'm like, there needs to be some centralized place for it. Um, iterations have come and gone. Uh, at the time, I was thinking of making it a mobile app. Um, couldn't make that happen in my personal capacity at the time, so I kind of put that on the shelf until a friend of mine came in 2019. was like, yo, I have this idea. And I was like, yo, I have the same idea, except it's a mobile app. Put them together. Now we have MK Black. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. We're joined in studio by Rick Banks, who is the co-founder of MKE Black. And he's talking about everything that MKE Black has to offer and what type of events and support does MKE <clears throat> Black provide? Yeah. So on this Sunday is one of our signature events. Uh, it's the Black Island Summer Marketplace, So, which started off as really just like uh, six food trucks, uh, uh, in a parking lot one year has grown into uh, this marketplace that's at the Deer District downtown. 
And so we'll have over 40 vendors selling everything from food and coffee to comic books and clothes and everything you can think of, really. Um, and all so, black owned. All black owned. Every wow. vendor will be black owned. Um, and so that'll be on Sunday from 12 to 4 at the Deer District, um, just to the west of the uh, Pfizer Forum. So we invite folks to come down. Music will be by DJ Lolo. Um, come down, have a good time. Other events, we have our Pitch Black series, which will be the next day at the BMO Harris Tower. Um, it is unfortunately sold out right now, um, but that's a series. That's that not unfortunate. Been. It's unfortunate if you want to, if, <laughs> if you're you listening to and want to sign up, right? <laughs> you just but, need to sign up a little early. <laughs> right, right. Next time, there'll be another one. There'll be more in the coming months and things like that. Um, but it's a series that we put together to to uh, provide financial education and, and business education to people who are starting businesses or, or just want to network with people who are um, doing similar things as them and connect with potential financial resources and things like that. Um, so that'll be on Monday. And then over the course of the year, we failed to just a variety of different events, things from online, talking about um, the history of black people in Milwaukee and um, what is cooperative economics and what does that mean for Milwaukee and the black community um, to get out the vote registrations and things like that. Um, just doing what we can to support, you know, local yeah. movements. Yeah. Rick Banks is joining me live <laughs> in studio, co-founder of MKE Black. Rick, how can a small business owner sign up for MKE Black? Yeah, so being on the database is free. Um, it's one of our core values of making sure that the database stays free so that we can capture everybody, all the, the business owners in the Milwaukee area. And so if you want to sign up, you just head to our website, uh, www.mkeblack.org, and there's a tab that says Submit Your Business. You fill out the form. Um, we kind of go through a short verification and make sure everything's good, and then we post you. And once again, uh, for the non-business owners that want to follow MKE Black, learn about events and support uh, for the small businesses, uh, are there alerts or is there anything that you uh, can throw out there to let people know that, okay, this is coming up or that is coming up? Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you go to our website, you can sign up for our email newsletter. Um, we try to send it out. Not too often, but enough to let people know what's what's coming up. Um, there's also our Facebook and our social media and LinkedIn. All of our social media platforms are at MKE Black Inc. Yeah. And, and uh, so far, uh, you said this this was um, started in 2019 with you and a friend. And uh, what has been some of the biggest events or some of the uh, biggest achievements so far that you didn't think that, wow, I didn't think it will blow up like this? Everything since the database, really. So when, when we started, we only planned to do the database. Like, And then honestly, from there, even from that, we started off with a completely different plan. We started off um, thinking about doing bus tours. We were going to buy a bus and like do tours around like Lindsay Heights and take people to small black owned businesses. Thankfully we didn't do that because that was 2019 and 2020 happened. So pivoted, decided to focus on the mobile app. We're like, we're just going to do this. Uh, and then we just started getting attention and people wanted to join and be a part of the, the efforts. And so everything that's happened since the mobile app has just kind of been like organic growth and people joining and getting involved and saying, Hey, we should do um, markets and we should have this event and, so it's just been a continuous growth process. Um, some of the biggest things, though, have been definitely, I think, the markets, which have been impactful. I think about how um, one of our vendors was like, you know, she was struggling. She was having a hard time that month. And then she came to our market and 
made like seven hundred dollars. Like I, I paid my rent today, and I was worried about how wow. that was gonna happen. Uh, another one is, uh, and I know before you continue that those type of stories gotta warm your heart because yeah. you know it's like okay, yeah, yeah. I'll be, be tired. I'll be like, well, why am I doing this? Sometimes like is it being impactful, and then you hear stories like that. And it's like okay, I'm doing so. I'm yeah. actually doing so. Wow. Uh, there's another one from early on the coffee business I saw all the time. You know, his business was he was having trouble with his business, and he credits us and our existence, um, our promoting his business, our connecting him with. Um, larger institutions who were able to do large orders with saving his business. Wow! Um, so stuff like that has been has been great. Yeah. Um, and then just working with the team that I've been able to work with, the folks who just came and decided that they wanted to do something to help out, um, made some great friends and and connected with some great folks who are passionate about the work. And we're all just doing it out of the kindness of our heart right now. Yeah, and I was gonna say just the impact and uh, of just exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, how important is that? For these small black-owned businesses that may not have the dollars for the advertising. Yeah, it's critical. It's one of the the key needs that we found is that people need uh, access to that exposure. And, you know, you can have, you can run the best business in the world, but if nobody knows about you, then, you know, you're not going to be successful. And then there's a, a quote that is often said, and I like to kind of spin it around, like people say, it's not who you, it's not what you know, but who you know. I like to spin it around and say, it's not who you know, but who knows you because your reputation and, and exposure can open doors for you before you ever know of who this other person is. And so providing that exposure and, and networking and opportunities for folks to connect is a key part of what we do. Rick Banks, co-founder of MKE Black. Once again, tell Truth Nation where you could be found and how you could connect with black own businesses. Yeah, so we're online at mkeblack.org. Um, we also have the mobile app on Apple and Android devices. Just search MKE Black. Um, and finally, we're on all social medias at MKE Black Inc. August is Black Business Month. We encourage you to buy black all month long. Rick Banks, we appreciate your time. Appreciate you. And uh, we will definitely continue to follow you and much success as you continue to grow this. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. All right. There's Rick Banks, co-founder of MKE Black. More Truth Be Told with DT and Telly after the break. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I love with it, like ice cold album, uh-huh. all good things. Never thought we sing the same song that all hoods sing. Thought it was all wood brain, all good brain. We wouldn't bicker like the other fools. So good, good morning, game. good morning. Never Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We have been discussing the aftermath of the first GOP presidential debate that took place at Pfizer Forum last night. But before the stage got hot, It was already hot outside. A heat wave in Wisconsin breaks a 76-year-old record high. And because of that, Milwaukee Public Schools were closed yesterday, and they will again be closed today due to the excessive heat. And thankfully, this is supposed to be the last day of this extreme heat as things somewhat will get back to normal tomorrow and through the weekend. But 
It was hot outside, hot inside. A lot of people have their opinions and what take they took away from last night's first GOP primary debate. Ope or Opie says, Rama is a mini Trump. Picking, belittling, and running of mouth without showing actual visible plans and policy. On the other hand, Nikki Haley did try to dish out little of her foreign policy plans. In a nutshell, it was a show of who will be Trump running mate. That's my humble opinion. Thank you so much, Ope. We appreciate you tuning in and chiming in. Truth Nation, you can always hit us up on the Truth Talking text line, 833-212-1017. And remember to join us here on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth as we stream live on YouTube and Twitter at 101.7 The Truth. And if you have been tuning in, you probably have been watching my continuous battle with this fly in the studio. Ben, I'm going to lose my mind in here, man. We're going to have to get Bugby going or something. Something got to shake. <laughs> something has to shake. And um, last night, like I said, I had a hard time finding the debates. And uh, um, and uh, we do have a texter that said, only on Fox. It wasn't easy to find on YouTube either. And uh, so... I had a hard time finding it. I wanted to watch it and because I am really into what these candidates are trying to express in order to get your vote. And uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go. But I did look on social media and Dr. Ken, uh, Kyle Wallace, Sherwin Hughes, they were all in the building. And uh, I would love to get their take and make sure you tune in to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes from 9 till noon. I'm sure he will give his take on his thoughts about last night's debate. And speaking of that, uh, Sherwin Hughes had uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene on his show yesterday. And um, that was interesting. (laughs) But I love the straightforwardness and the questions that Sherwin had for Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is one of the more polarizing Republicans and Trump supporters. um, That's uh, that's all for Trump and, and what he's about and what he's doing. Now it was funny to me. No one wanted to talk about him turning himself in to Fulton County today. They just wanted to talk about what his highlights were as the president. And speaking of Trump and the other, uh, I don't want to say 18 defendants and nine of them turned themselves in yesterday, including Rudy Giuliani. And I found out that His bond was the second highest. So Trump's bond today will be $200,000. Rudy Giuliani's bond yesterday was $150,000. And I love the fact, Ben, I don't know if you saw this, the way they reported it, they said 
Rudy Giuliani, who is broke, and people say that he is he's on the verge of filing bankruptcy. He has no more money. Uh, he arrives in Georgia, bid on a private plane. So I was just thinking, I don't know too many broke folks that can fly on a PJ. And here it is, Rudy Giuliani arriving to the Fulton County Court yesterday via a private jet. And then afterwards, his statement, he says that Fonnie Willis will go down as one of the worst DAs this country has ever seen because of her attack on the Constitution. I don't know what to make of that because I don't think she attacked the Constitution. I just think there's a former president that broke a lot of laws. And if you add them all up, I don't know if you know this number, Ben. You know how many counts that Donald Trump has against him in his four indictments? I know Ben is working the phone right now, but I'll tell you. 97 counts that are pending against Donald J. Trump as of August 24th, 2023. But this will be the first indictment where he will be treated like a normal, common criminal. He is expected to be booked, fingerprinted. They said they'll get his height and weight. And there will be a mugshot. Now, Here's the deal. They're saying that they may not release the mugshot unless it is asked for by the media, which I'm sure it will be. But I know that Trump's people are trying to make sure that this mugshot doesn't reach the public. And lo and behold, look who's on the truth talk line. Kyle Wallace. What's up, Kyle? Good morning. Uh-oh. Come on now. Kyle, you know how this goes. What happened to Kyle, Ben? Not sure what's going on right now. but Maybe this it's must- his, uh, his Android. I don't uh, even know. Yeah, he does have the Android. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> But I'm thinking it must be something. If Kyle is calling, hopefully I'm not in trouble. I don't think I am. But, no, he was there. I would love to get his take. Kyle, please call back. Or if you're in your way, if you're on your way into work, just come on into the studio. I would love to hear your thoughts about last night's first GOP primary debate because 
I thought it was going to be just a uh, a debate or a, a long formatted conversation about the person that's not there. I would love to know because outside of people saying or commenting about Nikki Haley really showing her chops on foreign policies, I didn't hear anything else by it, you know, or, or comments that people walked away from saying, okay, this person has a plan. This person is going to move America forward. This person is going to get in if elected and do this or do that. It's more or less, okay, you got the big elephant in the room that's not in the room (laughs) in uh, Donald Trump, but everything was going to focus on the front runner who says there was no need for him to be a part of the debate because he has such a large lead. And he pre-taped an interview with former Fox News host Tucker Carlson that allegedly was running during the debate But as Denise said earlier, Trump was one of the ones who said he enjoyed it. So, I mean, I guess, you know, it was pre-recorded, so he didn't have to watch himself again, and he could watch the debate. But even his supporters, don't you think they would want to show you why they can be a candidate that you could vote for. Because here's the deal. We don't know what's going to happen with these four indictments. And I'm sure even the biggest Trump supporters, that has to be in the back of their mind. Like, okay, who is our plan B? Uh, What are we going to do? If Donald J. Trump isn't able to run for president if he's on trial, I would think more people would be interested in that. I I would think that they would be more interested in that than to watch a pre-recorded interview with Tucker Carlson to... For him to basically continue to preach the same thing he's been preaching. Truth Nation hit us up on a true talking text line, 833-212-1017. Spike Lee says, what happened to Tim Scott? He was such a disappointment. Ah, man. You would have thought that every candidate would see this as an opportunity to bring their A-game and give people a reason to not focus all their attention on what Trump is doing. And maybe Tim Scott just dropped the ball. But sometime when you have a disappointing first debate, you may not even make it to the second debate, which I believe is in 35 days. And you have to have a certain amount of approval rate to make it to the next debate.
And if he didn't show up at all, then yes, that was a wasted and missed opportunity. Truth Nation, hit us up again. 833-212-1017 is our Truth Talk and Text Line number. Let us know what you think. And on the other side of the break, we'll get into today is the day. Donald Trump has to turn himself in. He's expected to surrender to Fulton County at noon. But I'm sure he's Trump. He's going to make a grand entrance, so he probably won't be on time. But we can get into that and much more on the other side of the break. Keep it locked. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I'm the king of the ovenware. You can piece the whole puzzle here. Talking sh- yay, how do you respond? Truth Nation, the truth is now the home of Marquette University High School football. We have a great matchup between two good teams looking to get their first win of the season. Tune in this Friday as the Marquette High Hilltoppers travel to take on the Catholic Memorial Crusaders. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Friday Night Football on the Truth is presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Thanks for joining us. We're continuing the conversation on the post-analysis of last night's first GOP presidential primary. And let's head to the Truth Talk and text line. Denise, you are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I am great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I thought that was a non-event. It wasn't even entertaining to see a bunch of grown people up uh, cross-talking each other and, you know, biting at each other. Um, when you mentioned Tim Scott not being uh, uh, pre- present in the, in the moment, you know, I, I get so sick of hearing about black men that have been raised by a single parent and they grew up in the tough time and oh, da, 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 and they, they, they're so special that they made it to this point. Come on now. Do we have to be poor and, uh, you know, uh, uh, without, parent, without parenting that, that we make it and they should vote for us? It, that, that's not a reason. He, he gave no reason why. He was the person to represent us as the chief of 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 the of America, you know, in command. It, the rest of them, not any significant thing was said either. It it was it was sad. It was sad, but you know, um, it I I was sorry that more people couldn't see what went on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my disappointment because I thought it was going to be televised on. Uh, mm-hmm. Every major mm-hmm. network, and um, yeah, and, and that was not the case. You you had to really go and look for it, and uh, and yeah, I, I you know I 
That's interesting that you you say that because if that's the only thing that he's running on, he is going to be it is going to be tough because I mean that's the story of uh, a lot of black men. <laughs> well, well, just like our mayor, our mayor says the same thing. But what does that bring to the table? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You know, that's what a good point. To the table, okay. You were poor before. You know what's going on. You know how poor people, what poor people need, but what what does that bring to the table? Yeah, yeah. Because if you're not poor now, I mean, it's probably been a minute since you've been poor, so you may not even can still relate <laughs> to those people that you say you came up with. So, great well, point. Scott does that because he thinks he's a special person and that everybody should be able to pull themselves up by the bootstrap, just like um, the Supreme Court Justice um whatever his name is, uh, um, Clarence Thomas. Oh, I can't even. Yeah. Clarence Thomas, just like him, you know, Oh, I pulled myself up by the bootstraps. You know, everybody else should be able to do that. It's like, get out of here. <laughs> thank you, Denise. We appreciate your call. Right. And, uh, thank you for tuning in the truth be told. And someone that actually was in the building and has his own analysis of what went on is someone that you can listen to right here on 1017 The Truth every day from 4 to 6. That would be our brother, Dr. Ken Harris. Dr. Ken, good morning, and thank you for waking up. We, I'm really looking forward to your thoughts on how the first primary debate went down. You do realize I've been dealing with this debate since 11 o'clock yesterday. Oh, man. I was on our sister station till 1130 last night. Got home at 1230, took notes, went to sleep, woke up back on the radio because I have to do it for the Truth Nation because I think they deserve to get a firsthand look on exactly what happened. Whoever that caller was, Denise, Mm -hmm. she's pretty much on point. Okay. The, the, The tenor of the debate was pretty subdued. They kind of argued like children. They fought with each other. They showed how Vivek uh, Ramaswamy was not really, he's never been a politician, so he he doesn't really understand how government works. Um, Tim Scott drifted into nothingness, right? Wow. I I, I do think that we as black people uh, hold black people to a untenable level of anything so that there has to be perfection. And then the other side is people are mad at him for being a Republican. So no matter what he does, he could hit a home run and people would still complain about the way he swung the bat. So that's that's mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki Haley kind of took it from Ronda. I'm telling you, Ronda Santos is like a cardboard man. You know, he just he's just there. And when he opens his mouth, it's all talking points and he never really says anything. Mm-hmm. And um the two, you know, what, Asa Hutchison and, of course, the guy, I think his name is, I can't even remember his name because he's the guy that tore his Achilles, yeah. his Achilles heel. And I remember the Achilles heel more than I remember that he was the governor of North Dakota. Like, he's <laughs> he him, Asa, they're just non-starters. So really what you have is, from what I saw, Nikki Haley stepped up and finally said what most Republicans are thinking, but they're afraid to say because they're pro-life. We have to go with 15 weeks. Six weeks isn't going to cut it. It's not enough time in, in terms of abortion. And we have to be reasonable and compromise, period. 
Mike Pence went on his tirade, but Mike Pence proved what Nikki Haley said about there need, needing to be a generational change because when I get in, I'm going to cut everything. You know, okay, so we're not looking for that, and America isn't looking for that. So Mike Pence took himself out the count. So mm. now it's Nikki Haley. I think a great vice president would probably be Chris Christie. But one thing, uh, Kyle, Kyle Wallace, Sherwin Hughes, and I were all there sitting next to each other watching it and taking notes and I was I was posting on um, 1017 The Truth on X. One of the things that 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 Sherwin said that was that was so profound is that it's only one debate. It's only the yeah. first one. We've got what eighteen months of this stuff to put up with. Yeah, till twenty twenty five. But Doctor Kidd, don't you think this was a perfect opportunity? For someone to kind of step out and take the opportunity and the window of not having Donald Trump in the building and saying, okay, I know the the biggest elephant that's supposed to be in the room is not in the room. So maybe this is my opportunity to get some people that would otherwise be focused on what he's talking about to talk about. I mean, to pay attention to what I'm saying. I would say no, because in the end, you're going to have to prove yourself in the room with Donald Trump. Okay. And so proving you can play football and run when it's not storming and raining. And right. you're a quarterback doesn't really help me any when you have perfect stats in the sun. When it snows, when it rains, when it's windy and you still play great. Now we can work with something. And that's what they're going to have to prove. Donald Trump is going to have to be on the stage and they step up and they actually hit the ball. So, uh, and I know you've been at this, like you said, pretty much 24 hours. So I'm not going to keep you too much longer. Uh, just, I, I'm just curious, what were they arguing about? You said they, you started off by saying that they were just acting like children and over talking each other and, and this, that, and the other. Like, what was, uh, what was, what, what was the point they were trying to get across? The point they were trying to get across is the number one person who was rising in the polls was Vivek Ramaswamy. Okay. He's young. He's energetic. Some of his ideas are kind of like, eh, but people are willing to overlook the fact that he's a novice because you can surround yourself with advisors. He did a really poor job at explaining the fact that me not having experience is the reason why you should put me in this office. If you think about Barack Obama, he came through, became a senator, and before he finished his term, he ran for president and won. Mm-hmm. And he did not have any experience. His first political experience was the state of Illinois as a senator. So it can happen, but you have to have the right advisors. He should have stressed that, and he didn't. So what happened is about third or fourth question in, everybody turned on him when he started to talk about global warming. When he started to talk, when he started, they to turned on him. Things. Oh my God! He, he, you know, he called global warming. Well, not global warming. He called climate change a hoax. And so I always argue about climate change because I know climate change is the branding they put around it to include everything when not everything should be included. I get global warming. I get some of the other things and the, and the polar and environmental things. But when you couch it in, you know, climate change, then you can blame anything on climate change. Well, he didn't explain that. He just called it a hoax. And everything went south from there, and it just kind of showed. And then everybody started taking pot shots. Look, I, so I, I think I think if you remove the two 
governors. You've got Nikki Haley. You've got, um, I think Ron DeSantis is probably fourth or fifth coming out. You got Chris Christie. And after that, you know, Vivek is still going to be up there because he's young, but I think he's going to peter out because people just got tired of his smile. Um, but the moderators did a really poor job at taking control of that that debate. It was terrible. Uh, Dr. Kidd, we appreciate your your analysis. I'm just I can't stop smiling and laughing because you're going to call uh, global warming or or <laughs> you're going to call it a hoax on the hottest day it's been in Milwaukee in the last 76 years. So there's nothing behind that. That's a coincidence, huh? Wow. I see why they I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. And, 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 and watch this. We don't know that global warming caused it, but we know that we're contributing to it and we need to change. We also have other countries that we need to work with so that we can change, so that we can, so that we can save the planet. He just basically came out and said, nope, it's not true. So I don't know what planet he's from, but he actually looks like an alien anyway. So who knows? Wow. 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 Well, Dr. Ken, try to get you a, a little a few Z's because I know you're going to be right back at it. And Truth Nation, you can always hear Dr. Ken Harris Monday through Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. And I know you will definitely have more of a recap on your show. Dr. Ken, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you, sir. All right. This is Dr. Ken. The True Talk and Text Line has been lighting up. 833-212-1017. Ben, do I have time to take a call? Oh, we have more than enough time to take a call, Telly. All right. David, you are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Good morning. Good morning, Telly. Dr. Ken. Oh, Dr. Ken left. My bad. Um, yeah, so I was going to talk about the Tim Scott piece real quick. I agree. I agree with uh, Miss Denise. I called in. I agree with her. We as black people, we, you know, a lot of us that struggle or whatever have to do just everyday life and stuff. Like we get tired of hearing the pull pull ourselves by the bootstrap story. We get tired of that. It's generic after a while. You know what I'm saying? All of us ain't doctors and lawyers and all that stuff. Some of us are bus drivers, and that should be cool. But I feel like with Tim Scott, right? I feel like he got lost in the sauce, right? He kind of got his black wake-up call, you know what I'm saying? Like, when he's by himself talking to a white crowd, it's more palatable, you know what I'm saying, because he's the only one there. But when he's on stage with a, a surrounded by all that whiteness, he kind of got lost. It was almost like he wasn't even there. And wow. the, the, the what's that, the Vivek dude, the Vivek dude? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it's a black, when it's only one in black, black and brown person, they're going to always choose the brown per- person. And unfortunately, you know what I'm saying, I, I ain't no problem saying it because I'm Mexican and black. But I understand a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, my black side is going to always, you know, fall on the bottom of that. And unfortunately, a lot of times the Mexican or the, you know, the Puerto Rican, they're going to get, you know, or the white person, you know, be ahead of us. And, you know, it, it hurts to say that, but it is true sometimes. And a lot of times I feel like unless you are black and brown, you know what I'm saying, it's hard to really understand that. You know what I'm saying? So, but, yeah, I feel like Tim Scott got lost in the sauce. You know, ain't nobody listening to him. Yeah, he's so around all them white people. Yeah, ain't so, nobody listening to him. So David, you you were able yeah. to watch the the whole debate. I didn't watch it. Okay. I didn't even need to watch it. Just okay. from what y'all were talking about, I already know it. I can you can just tell what happened. Yeah, ain't nobody listening to dude when he's up there with all them white people. It's like he, <laughs> he it's like he ain't even there. But when he's just talking to a, a white crowd and it's just him, then they're tuned in. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. that's that's just my take on that. Yeah. Well, but, uh, go the ahead. Jada Kiss concert was nice. Jada Kiss concert was nice. I know that got lost in the sauce too with all the Republican stuff. Uh-huh. But yeah, the Jada Kiss concert was nice. Yeah. So. Oh, that's what's uh, up. For anyone who went to check that out, yeah. I'll holler at y'all later, though. All right. Appreciate your call, David. And always appreciate your time again and listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the Truth Talk and Text Line. Always at work says Haley was the best candidate and she kept it real about government spending of Republicans. Uh, Mike from Mill Road says economy greater than uh, climate change. Do you want to eat or worry about a problem you can't solve? Yeah, that's one way to look at it. Uh, But climate change is real. It's here. What are we going to do about it? I don't think it's a problem that can be solved overnight. I think there can be measures that are put in place to help be more earth friendly and possibly do things that could help change things back to what we have known as it to be normal. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it went down last night. It looks like uh, uh, Vivek was one of the ones that people walked away at least talking about. I don't know if you could just say, oh, I need to win this debate or I need to uh, outshine everyone. I don't know if that's even possible because – you could say the most outrageous things and people would be like, all right, he's just crazy. You know, it doesn't mean anything. But I think the goal um, of at least having people say your name after the first debate is an attainable goal, and I think Vivek was able to do that. So even in it doesn't matter what your opinion is, if he won, if he lost, this, that, and the other, you're at least saying his name after this first debate and you're not saying the guy's name that tours ACL, the governor from North Dakota, you don't even know his name. (laughs) So you just know that he was playing basketball the night before his first debate ever and popped his ACL. So, uh, so if that was the goal to at least get people talking, uh, then Vivek Ramaswamy was able to do that. Ben, do we got to take one more break before we close things out? Yes, we do. It's going to be truth uh, of the matter. That's right. Let's do that. After the break, we'll get to truth of the matter. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You know what it is, Truth Nation! This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Your boy Ben Jamin. This is Truth of the Matter. Yeah, that's right. You heard Benjamin. It's that time at the end of each show. We get the truth of the matter. And it's basically what is your take from today's show? We hit several topics and 
Benjamin, I'm going to start with you, man. What's your truth of the matter? Uh, you know, I got a few different points, okay? First off, Telly, uh, your paycheck, okay? Uh, the dollar and 90, <laughs> what's it, 96 cents that you got? Seven. So 97 Don't me cents. out of my cent. <laughs> well, I will go on to say this. At least it's worth more than pesos, all right? At least it's worth more than pesos. Maybe you can take it to Mexico and ball out down there, all right? Um, in regards to the RNC, I, you know what? End of the day, Vivek Ramaswazi or, or whatever his name is. <laughs> Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. You're so good with those words, Telly. Hey, man. Ramaswamy. <laughs> he, he may actually uh, end up being, uh, being one of the top-tier candidates for the Republican Party. However, personally, I don't know if America is over the fact of what happened to us during 9-11, okay? I don't know if we're actually over a, a Bin Laden, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I know racism still exists in America, and uh, if this gentleman does prove to be the, the presidential candidate or the person who actually does become president, maybe we are over uh, 9-11. But if not, I will blame it on our historic past. I don't know. I just, I, I truly believe... And uh, this is not really my truth of the matter, but just to piggyback what you said, I just I don't believe that you could get up there and say, well, I may not have the experience of this, that, the other. You're running for the top office in the country and the leader of the free world. So at least try to go be a mayor or or do something something to try and get some training. You just can't wake up and say, well, if I can get some supporters, I got some money, I could become president. I mean, was he ever part of, like, student government body in high school? (laughs) Right. You don't even know. (laughs) Was he at least vice president there? (laughs) (laughs) My truth of the matter is pretty simple. I think that uh, judging off of everything I've heard, after last night's first primary debate, nothing came out of it. Uh, everyone seemed to be uh, uh, weren't, weren't the least bit impressed by any candidate. No one walked out of there fired up about what this person can possibly do if they get some support. So, hope you enjoyed the show. Up next is The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. Make it a great Thursday. Peace out.